My name is DJ Dodecagon. My name is MC Many Sided. Welcome to an extremely geometric edition of the show entitled Shapes. <laughs> yes. We're going to be covering all of your two-dimensional needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to keep it in order. We are. Starting at the beginning yep. with the least number of sides. <laughs> That's going, right. How far are we going? Well, we should have that as a teaser. Let's not reveal that. Yeah. It's a high number, though. Geometrically speaking, <laughs> just how high will we go, listeners? Mm. Nail-biting stuff. <laughs> in between all of that, we do have MC Many Sided and The Late News. Pid the pilot, slowed the ship almost to a standstill, and peered anxiously at the green planet below. Even without instruments, there was no mistaking it. Third from its sun, it was the only planet in this system capable of sustaining life. Peacefully, it swam beneath its gauze of clouds. The lovely music you can hear in the background is from Finger Bobs, normally embellished with the dulcet tones of Rick Jones, but in this case... He's silent. <laughs> this is a track called Shapes, written by Michael Cole and Michael Jessett. We're going to get things off to a fist-pumping start with some lovely retro wave from Los Angeles, one of the most beautiful album covers I've seen. This is a California-based artist called Celerect slash LA Dreams, and the track is called Scanlines. Thank you. 
the exciting sound of I Am Robot and Proud there with a track called Circles. I Am Robot and Proud, also known as Sean Han Liem, Toronto-based musician. Mm. We played a band version of that track previously on episode PMB213. Check the archive! <laughs> that was, of course, a Circles, a one-sided shape before that. A no-sided shape, just a line mm. from Celerect slash LA Dreams. Scan lines, in fact. Yeah, beautiful. We've come out of the gate motoring there. We have. Slowly, but with purpose. <laughs> You're listening to Project Moonbase, a show you can download from projectmoonbase.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and uh, like us on Facebook. That's right. And next time you're going to buy yourself some green gauges or persimmons, persimmon, any kind of fruit at your local fruitician or greengrocer <laughs> or artisanal vegetable vendor, just mention Project Moonbase yes. to that very mm. person. If you're going for green gauges or gooseberries, you could write the name of the website out in the fruit, couldn't you? The gooseberry, an underrated fruit. It's associated <laughs> with foolishness because of the gooseberry fool. Yeah. You gooseberry fool! People often think that the gooseberry itself is foolish. That's it. It's not. But it is ideal, yes. as you point out, for just doing a kind of dot Matrix-style version of letters while the Grin Grosser is otherwise engaged in handing somebody some tangerines <laughs> or something. So, listeners, take that opportunity right. to let people know. Yes. But don't, for goodness sake, start trying to rearrange, let's say, <laughs> melons into Project Moonbase. That's going to take some time and will probably be noticed. <laughs> it probably would be. But thank you to everybody that does mutter in the ear of elderly relatives yes. that they should uh, listen mm. to the show. We very much appreciate your continued support, despite oh, yeah. our lacklustre mm. performance. And we should also extend a hand of gratitude towards Mark Fabian Erdl, extremely generous listener, reaching very deep into his pockets. And nothing makes me produce a big fat tear more <laughs> than cash. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. What we may be cheating slightly here. We're going to go from zero one-sided shapes to three-sided shapes. We're only doing that because I'm not sure. Is there a two-sided shape? How can there be? I don't know. <laughs> well, it depends whether or not you think a circle is two-sided. It's got the inside and the outside. That's true. That it's so true, contentious. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Two sides. <laughs> Two-sided shape. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Man, we really should have gone into this in more detail, shouldn't we? Putting that heated debate to one side, let's proceed to three. All right. The Triangle. This is a rather lovely little piece of library music, originally recorded for the DeWolf Library label, collected together by Stephen Wills, who at the time was working for Winchester Hospital Radio. He's now... Why is Winchester <laughs> Hospital Radio such amazing, fertile ground for this kind of music? <laughs> Do you know? Is it something in the water? What is it about Winchester? Something's happening down there. So you can find this on his action-packed compilation, Music While You Watch. This is the Pierre Arve Orchestra with The Glass Triangle.
the languorous sound of the Pierre Arve Orchestra there with the, the Glass Triangle. The debate's still raging. I know we've ruined that entire track for you because you were just saying, is there a two-sided shape? I went to school. Why don't I know about this two-sided shape? We've got, we've got lines, we've got triangles, we've got a circle. Where's the missing component? Relaxing, nonetheless. A relaxing backdrop to just a world of confusion. I'm wondering if we may have just shaken the whole of mathematics. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, maybe ground, nobody else has noticed. No. Mathematicians everywhere, geometricians even, if such a thing exists, <laughs> are just scratching their head like, hold on a minute, they've got a point. Where is the two-sided shape? <laughs> it's been kidnapped by ISIS. That's why. <laughs> because they hate our geometry. They do. Either that or the space lizards. <laughs> We will be returning with an extensive exploration of the four-sided figure, but before that, it's time for the late news. Russian flower rentals for International Women's Day. Russians who want to impress their social media followers can now rent huge bouquets of flowers for just long enough to snap an Instagram-worthy photo. Pop-up services are advertised on social networks in preparation for International Women's Day on March 8th, a public holiday in Russia where women are traditionally fated with flowers and other gifts. They're offering 10 minutes with an enormous bouquet, long enough to perfect the best angle and pose before the courier takes it back. One account is offering women a fleeting visit from 101 roses for 700 rubles, $12 or 10 pounds. Posting selfies with huge bouquets, seemingly sent by a boyfriend or secret admirer, has been a trend among Russian Instagram and V-contact social network users for some time. The owner of one flower rental Instagram account insisted his service was real and had received many requests. He said the 10 minutes can be extended a little, but not indefinitely. The most important thing to avoid is, I'm going to put some makeup on and tidy up a bit, he says. Another Instagram account turned out to be a joke set up to mock the new trend, and there is plenty of ridicule from Russians commenting online. The secret of a mysterious bunch of flowers from a stranger has been exposed, writes one person on Twitter. This is the quintessence of modern values, says an Instagram user who suggested a similar service aimed at men. A Rolex watch, two iPhones on the table and a selfie taken in the Moscow office with a panoramic view. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure quite a lot of men would be interested in 10 minutes with a Ferrari or something. Perhaps with a lady holding a huge bouquet of flowers leaning on it, and then they could split the cost, you know, twofer. But then it doesn't all have to be about blingity bling, does it? It could be five minutes just riding a pig, or five minutes wrestling Angela Merkel. I'm just saying there's a lot of options. Round like a shot. Going to bed the other night, I noticed people in my shed stealing things. I phoned the police, but was told that no one was in the area to help. They said they would send someone over as soon as possible. I hung up. A minute later, I rang back. Hello, I said. I called you a minute ago because there were people in my shed. You don't have to hurry now because I've shot them. Within minutes, there were half a dozen police cars in the area, plus helicopters and an armed response unit. They caught the burglars red-handed. One of the officers said, I thought you said you'd shot them. To which I replied, I thought you said there was no one in the area. It doesn't say what happened next. I assume they got charged with wasting police time, but nonetheless amusing. And finally, army vehicle disappears. An Australian army vehicle worth $75,000 has gone missing after being painted with camouflage. It's like the sort of thing he used to get in a cracker, isn't it? Either that or a tiny plastic whistle. You have been used. Thank you, MC Many Sided, for that highly invisible selection of news stories. My pleasure. There'll be more on the next show.
Fans of uh, early 1970s uh, mathematical education programs in black and white, that was the unmistakable, uh, mainly ruler-based sound of John Baker, of course, from the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, with a track called Square Two. Ah, maths. Hmm. Early 70s maths. Preceded by an homage to the great man by the composer of the Project Moonbase theme tune, which you won't have heard this week, Jez Butler. We had to sort of elbow him off, (laughs) because we were going to play him in the show. We're like, oh dear, oh dear. He is the one responsible for our delightful theme tune. But this week, he's responsible for that. Square one. Splendid stuff. Twinklesome. The man's a genius. Why isn't he more popular? Listeners, follow him immediately. And uh, it's actually Jez Butler who was the inspiration for this week's theme, actually, because he's actually just released a a brand new EP, which we'll have to feature on an upcoming new releases show. A new EP called Shapes, Sounds, etc., which you might still be able to get on cassette form, but you can certainly get as a download from his backup page. Every track on the show that you can get from projectwingbase.com slash shapes. You can listen to the show in many different forms. We're available on Stitcher if you happen to be in a motor vehicle or a Mixcloud if you're a fan of the old DJ mix. And also, tune in if you like radio, but want to listen to radio on a telephone. Yeah, radio without the radio. You like the idea of radio, but you hate radios <laughs> or radio waves. That's right. And of course, the mighty iTunes, where I wait like a dog under the letterbox, expectantly waiting and hoping for a new five-star review. Listeners, this could be you. Hint, hint. One day. Well, that's marvellous stuff. Now, on to our next track. We'll have a little bit of Los Angeles-based digi-psych retrofuturism slash synthwave, if we like. Now, we played this band before. This is Physics. We played this band before on our first dalliance into the world of the 80s, before mm. it had been more or less verboten on Project Moonbase. Yeah. But on PMB 128, now that's what I don't call the 80s. We had a little bit of fun with uh, 80s style music, didn't we? And then we got hooked. But that's another story. This is from Spectromorphic Iridescence, and it's a track called Isosceles Trapezoid.
ping-pong stereo spectacular there from Bernie Green, one of the very early pioneering stereo albums that came out in 1961 called Futura, when uh, bachelors would go out and buy demonstration albums to wow their lady friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, while smoking a pipe. <laughs> while smoking a pipe. That was a track called Pentagon and uh, preceded by the lovely sounds of physics. Quite literally, the sounds of physics. You're listening to Project Moonbase. We will be uh, returning for the final run-up through an increasingly exciting number of sided polygons. First of all, it's time for... Thing of the Week! That's right, this week's Thing of the Week is Learning Resources Primary Shapes Template Set by Learning Resources. And you might be thinking to yourself, what on earth is that? Well, let me tell you, it's for hands-on geometry practice. It encourages an understanding of properties of shape. It is clearly labelled, and it includes templates for circles, squares, rectangles, triangles, and hexagons. Set of five. And the rather lovely thing about this is that uh, each template is a shape, and then within each of those templates are different sized versions of the same shape. Like, for example, the triangle has an isosceles triangle, an equilateral triangle. It's, it's an extraordinary piece of work, this. It is. It is. It's a work of genius. And we've got, they're also in a nice primary colours. We've got uh, red and yellow and blue and green and then purple. A filthy interloper purple. <laughs> it's got almost exclusively five-tire reviews on Amazon, which means it has to be purchased. And I particularly enjoy the first one, which says product as described. <laughs> yes. Five stars. It's always good to have a product that is as described, isn't it? It is. Very strong, says another one. I used them at school, and I think they look pretty indestructible. They cost a bit more than I was hoping to spend, but definitely worth it. That might be from an actual child mm, listeners. Possibly, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, if he's using them at school, unless it's a teacher, I don't know. Oh, I particularly like a review from Alan. Five stars, it just says good. <laughs> and then there's another one underneath that. Five stars. Children enjoyed using these. Mm. I should say, I mean, these are clearly aimed at uh, primary school children, but I mean, I would enjoy playing with these. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're for, a, for a, you know, shape enthusiasts of all ages, really, aren't they? Well, for example, my granddaughter of three loves them, nice and sturdy. <laughs> and my grandmother of 93 loves them, too. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Go to projectmoonbase.com slash shapes. You'll see a lovely picture of these things. You think of this as the visual analogue to the show. <laughs> it is. I think that probably just about wraps it up for Thing of the Week.
Covering quite a few bases there. That was a Melbourne bass artist and table tennis champion. <laughs> Possibly the first time we've played a track by a table tennis champion on the show. Yeah, I wonder. There isn't much of a, usually a sort of intersection point between sportsmen and or sportspersons of any kind and the stuff that we play, I would guess. No. Floated a little bit there with prog. Apologies for that in a few places, but mm. I think the kind of lovely warm analogue squelchiness of that certainly won me over. Was that a progpology? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear sir that was a track called theme from hexagon oh yes and uh, if you go to his bandcamp page this album has a beautiful bit of geometry on the front he's got a dodecagram with a kind of beautiful spectrum of colors it's, it's a feast this works so well on radio. <laughs> listeners imagine that imagine that yeah and that was preceded by the uh, a sort of modern take on library music or a fairly recent take on library music by a duo called harmonic 33 there was a track called uh, The Shapeshifter from uh, an album called Music for Film, Television, Radio, Volume 1. That also might have been used as the early 70s. <laughs> yeah, could definitely see someone in a tweed jacket with some elbow patches on explaining something geometrical mm. to that. Now, let's head over to the Russian Federation for a little bit of uh, electronic brain dance experimental glitch IDM. If you know clearer in your mind as to what that is, just listen to this following track from um, an album called Rotten Morgan by Seasum, and it's a track called Heptagon 2. Thank you. 
I think we might have been flirting a little bit with uh, dubstep on that one. Ooh, steady on. Doesn't say anything about that on his page. And I basically read all the facts that there were, that there were available. You may have noticed. See some there. Yes. Mm. Good stuff, though. It was, yes. Yeah, we mean, I think we might need to hear more from See some. I'm curious to know what happened to Heptagon 1, though. I know. Who knows? I don't think we're supposed to ask. Something tragic. I think he went off to join a circus. That's right. Uh, I have been DJ Dodecagon, and I hope you got the point doing this week's edition of the show. I have been MC Many Sided, and I hope you managed to join the dots. We are going to leave you with a triple bill. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's three listeners. Eh? Don't worry, though. Two of them are quite short. This is the point to reveal the, the upper limit that we're reached to. Uh, well, well like... I suppose we have to. <laughs> we, we want to credit to. the uh, the artists. We do, I suppose, yes. We're going to start with a little, uh, well, a bit, a bit from a tourist guide of uh, the ancient historical archaeological site, Ephesus. <laughs> but that doesn't last too long before we kick off. We'll go into the uh, splendid uh, retrowave sounds of somebody called N99 with a track which celebrates the world of the nine-sided. Oh, yes. The Nonagon. Mm-hmm. We have managed to find a track about Anonagon. And uh, N99 is Namir Hassan, who comes from Algonquin. I think we may not have played anything from Algonquin before. I wasn't actually aware that Algonquin was a place other than the famous hotel full of uh, sarcastic people. Yes. We go out with a track which is part of a concept album, listeners. It's um, an album called 11 Times 11. Mm. And it's about that magical time that we probably all didn't realise was happening at the time. Namely, 11-11-11, which was November the 11th at 11 o'clock on the 11th month, whatever. This is a whole album about that from a gentleman called Our Albert from Bradford, UK. Very futuristic. <laughs> and um, the particular track, it's the shortest track, but it's called um, Hendecagon. So until next time, shape, shape up. up. Site 17, the Octagon. Directly in front of the houses on the slopes, you'll see the Octagon, named for its eight-sided design. You can see two letters inscribed on the side of the Octagon facing toward Curatis Street. Both are from co-emperors Valentinian and Gratian. The one on the left in Latin written in 371 AD, regulates the sharing of public funds between cities after damage from a major earthquake. The second letter on the right in Latin and Greek, written in 372 AD, addresses the distribution of financial burden over four cities for provincial festive games. <laughs> 